Today we talk Simone Marshall, Killer Cops, Threesomes, Yara Shahidi, Workplace Women, Prison Stocks, Basquiat, and more on today's Headlines with Headliners. I didn't feel... Oh, there we go. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Something's wrong with the energy of the show, and then it came right back in. Yeah. That's the thing. We're here having a good time. I would like to say this. Something that really bothers me in life. People who don't use their turn signals. Why is that a thing? I don't know. It's right there. CC it's right. Just use your turn signal. Just let me know that you're merging into my lane. You're supposed to be freestyling. I don't feel I can't Listen I drive my whip With my heart Not my brain When I'm out there And I'm switching lanes I be like left Hell no Right is the game I'm in the building baby And Nate is my name What up dog Okay Okay Every time people get mad I'm talking money I'm like If being broke is a joke I'm not funny We've already been over Joel, We're gonna need something Cut the music Joel's just, you know, this is why we need Kanisha in the building, who yeah. unfortunately is not here. However, we do have us. I am Nate Jackson, at Mr. Nate Jackson. Follow me on all social media. It's YouTube, Instagram, Vine, or I'll beat show. I also got some videos over on Instagram you should check out, because you deserve to laugh this hard. With me today on Headlines with Headliners is Tehran Van Gossery. I am Tehran all across the board. Please find me on social media. At I am Tehran because literally I am Tehran. Why? I think, therefore, at I am Tehran. And the beautiful, talented, and kind. Joelle Monique. Hey guys, I'm Joelle Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joelle Monique every week at blackgirlnerds.com and every Wednesday at Schmoes No. Schmoes? No. Does Schmoes know? What they does do. Schmoes know? These Schmoes are winning. Shit. It's a lot of nerd stuff, it's huh? It's a lot of nerdy shit. Schmoes? No. Mm. I, I've so never... what is this about turn signals, man? What are you talking about? No, no, no. Because every time I'm driving, people don't use their turn signals, and I figure out why. Mm-hmm. Because in L.A., people don't let you over when you signal. Mm-hmm. So you have to sneak attack and get over, because people think if you get ahead of them mm-hmm. in the lane, mm-hmm. you're getting ahead of them in life. And it's not true. <laughs> Allow us to live. We need my, my lane is ending. You would rather me die, my car flip over, engulf in flames, than just let me over? Bob, please. And the nicer the car, the less likely they'll let you over. I let you. I agree. Now, versely, when it's your turn to let somebody over, do you? Or I'm actually you- extremely conscientious driver where I almost to the point to a fault where I let too many people over. Like, I'm the nice guy. Are like, you? I'm just letting people over. I don't honk. I'm mm. chill. I let people in. Does this I actually like the enjoy it. Know? Behind the wheel. Yeah, because there's some sex of his life the exact opposite of what you expect <laughs> based on interactions you've had with him. So, and another thing, I'll just have to take that. For him, what is saying? I take what you're saying. Thank you, Nate. And I raise it. Okay. Oh, here's please. my tactic for switching lanes. Please, I would love in to this hear this God-forbidden city of angels, where there's thousands and thousands of people on the road and in the way. The four or five closed for a little while, and it was so bad they called it Carmageddon. Just to paint a picture. When I am getting over to my right, sometimes I put on my left signal. Just so that the person is deceived and eases up off the gas. Like, oh, he's going that way. No, oh, oh, oh you got me. You got me. You still the base. I turn my blinker off and I hit him with the wave. You still the base. Hey, man, got to switch it up on him. That's smart, though. I feel like that's a smart tactic. I might have to try the Nate Jackson gambit of driving. That's what you do. <laughs> Another option you could do is ride in the middle lane, mm-hmm. hazards on. 
Both. Yeah. Opens up both sides. You are Gives the you a worst, lot of choices. Strong. Strong. Two, do you guys think that there's a difference between leased cars and owned cars? Because I find people who lease cars just don't care, like, at all. No one in L.A. owns a car. Everyone leases a car. You'd have to go to East L.A. or South L.A. (laughs) to find an own car. Once you hit, you know, what we consider L.A., this Hollywood, West Hollywood, even North Hollywood, Mm -hmm. anything that has a Hollywood in a title, Mm -hmm. a wood in a title, Uh you're talking about leased cars. It's Mm -hmm. ridiculous. Maybe three owned cars in Beverly Hills. Maybe. Average speed of 30 over the mile per hour minimum. It's insane. 30 miles over? Yes. At the minimum. The people who lease cars, they're the worst. On the freeway? No, in residential streets, bruh. In my, okay, in front of my apartment, the average is about 50 to 60 miles an hour. It's a 30 mile per hour zone. But people don't care. Hmm. I saw some kid almost get taken out on the street the other day. Taken out? Yes. He's crossing. Did he the die, though? Ra- but he did he die, though? Did, but did though, he die, though? But did he die, though? like it was his fault. It was ridiculous. Oh, really? Yes. Speeding through a red light. Do you live all right next to an on-ramp? I do. Well, no, there, there you, you go. go. That, <laughs> we didn't know that. Well, there you go. <laughs> Through deductive reasoning, we have decided that that's what's going on. Now, speaking of people almost dying and or actually dying in the darkest segue we've had in the history <laughs> of Headlines with Headliners, let's get this show popping with story number one. A beautiful mother of three. Excuse me. A beautiful mother of one, a three-year-old, uh, died in police custody last week, and no one but Sean King, Sean King, who's been our horn honker, is talking about her. Not the police, the medical examiner, nor the press. Simone Nicole Marshall was only 22, was in a horrible car accident, and when Texas police arrived on the scene, instead of taking her to a hospital, they took her to jail. Marshall's sister called the police in the jail several times and did not receive any answers. Marshall died shortly thereafter in police custody. So that's the thing we're not actually talking about. Here's a picture of the mother and the daughter. Uh, and we're not talking now, about... We talk about police brutality, just, but not well, things like this. to clear this up at the beginning, verbiage-wise, I'm not sure if they both passed or if just the mother did. All we know, as, as okay. I know right now, it's the mother. Okay. So no word has been given on the child or the child's, or child's well-being. And I'm assuming from the verbiage of the articles and press and Sean King's personal release statement that it is just the mother that passed away. She, uh, apparently she was some type of sideswiped on a road in Texas and instead of being taken to a hospital facility for whatever reason she was taken directly to jail mm. now after a horrible accident in which a car has been overturned a couple times it is custom and customary for the driver to be taken to the hospital regardless especially in police procedure, in arresting a driver. So the assumption is that let's say that she has done something wrong. She's under the influence. She's under the use of drugs. Something, anything. Something. Still, in that specific case, she would definitely have gone to the hospital first right. and then to I've any many type circumstances of interrogation where the in jail. comes to handcuffed in a bed in a hospital. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It should be medical attention first then we can deal with the rest of the stuff. This is so eerily similar to Freddie Gray, who was just kind of being chased down on a bicycle, and then through a crazy police handling of his arrest, winds up in the back of a car with a shattered spine, um, and then dies, you know, weeks later. I don't know why nobody... Like, even Black Twitter has been pretty quiet on this case, and it's a little bit frustrating when it's an innocent woman who's, again, just like Sandra Bland, just like an innocent road issue and then all of a sudden she's dead? Like, there are a lot of questions in this case. Well, in this circumstance, 
A, black Twitter is quiet because, unfortunately, this isn't just, A, the case of police misconduct. It's another case mm. of police oh, misconduct. Oh, no, I, I disagree. I don't think it, it is an issue of, of quantity and, oh, we're just tired of No, no. Because black, black Twitter understands that they, they carry, this, this is part of the burden. If you're going to be on social media and you guys are actually going to have an effect when the populace is talking about one thing and chirping loud enough, you understand that when you join the black Twitter ranks. The issue is Sean King's the only person talking about it, and it hasn't spread. Give it another day. Two days, maybe. That's what I would say. This happened Because once Sean is talking, yeah, but Sean wasn't talking about it this whole time. Sure, and he talked about it May 12th. I just now got exposed to it via this headline. Sure. And actually have seen that picture before when I was scrolling through Facebook. But it's different than Freddie Gray, where everywhere you looked, everyone was talking about Freddie Gray. There was another young man recently that was just that was just shot. Matter of fact, I just saw, I just saw a graduation where a father accepted the diploma on behalf of a student that was killed at a university by on, in a hate crime. Mm-hmm. And he was training to be like an officer, right? Or that was like his next step in life. The campus be- security or the yeah. student. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every single time, the story gets worse and worse. It really does. Like honestly, at this point, if you're a criminal, you are the most likely to survive mm-hmm. because at this point, it's like mm-hmm. innocent mother of a three year old. Kid was studying to become a priest. I don't know. Orphan child makes into Harvard, gets shot by cop in the head, purchasing a rainbow ice cream pop so from a Mexican the, man. The guilty. It just keeps getting worse. Are exonerated. So what you're saying is, I'm not saying the guilty Donald Trump's not getting impeached. Okay, that's not that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> is that a reasonable all. logical strain? <laughs> that's that's a stretch. That's I just a big stretch. It's possible. Okay. It's very likely. It's possible in a lot of ways, especially with a lot of things that are going on now. And we're going to talk more about that later on in today's headlines. But did you hear about the, the footage that just came out on MSNBC? Uh, the 6 p.m. Rachel Maddow, she had breaking news. They have this video. Again? Yeah, Isn't right? It real breaking, news, breaking news every day. Yeah. So they have videos. Um, uh, Trump's on a private plane and he's giving Vladimir uh, Putin a handjob. <laughs> so they have the footage. <laughs> They, they have the footage. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, it was like, oh, thank you, Mr. Nate I'm Jackson. About the Kremlin. Like, they have that footage. All right. Thank you, Nate Jackson. Back to the no story of. Back to the story of America's the young mother. Like, everybody's got to get one from somewhere. <laughs> about the young lady who lost her life. First of all, not. Now, this is headlines with headliners. We are comedians by trade. Uh, you're not, but we are. <laughs> so, uh, I'd be remiss. Joel's a comedian. I'd be right. remiss to miss a callback. Is all I'm getting at. I get it. I think we could have avoided all this had she just put on her opposite turn signal. Okay. <laughs> hey, I'm sure somebody watches and goes, you're a sick bastard. And that's genius. That is a form of genius. But But you have to compartmentalize the tragedy from the comedy because those are opposites. Now, whilst I can make a joke, I also understand that it's an absolute tragedy that Simone is gone. But I think the problem is also the fact that we focus so much on police brutality, Mm -hmm. we forget things like police misconduct, which is also a severe problem and might be even a bigger problem then the actual brutality itself. Sandra Bland. When police, for example, forego things like, I don't know, the Constitution. Mm. And just, they don't Mirandize properly. They they are the judge, jury, and executioner. They are, they are mis, misinforming mm-hmm. the people in their custody. They are telling you to stop recording when that's your constitutional right. Mm-hmm. These are things that we saw. We saw the stop recording during Oscar 
Oscar Grant. We yep. saw twice. Exactly. We we've seen the police misconduct in Freddie Freddie Gray. Right. We saw he gets in the truck healthy. He gets out spine. And no one destroyed. wanted to take. We don't know what take happened. any responsibility or accountability mm-hmm. for the contact that this person in custody must have occurred. Had had to have had behind closed I mean, doors. Sandra Bland, mm-hmm. who they. We show we see footage of her on the side of the freeway. She is just as lively, and then she dies in police custody at this at this police station. And the alleged suicide, the headshot, the way her head is laying, looks as if it's she's laying on the ground, and they try to make the ground look like it's the wall, like she's standing. It's outrageous because there was no far further shot, and we see this a lot. There was the case of the young child in New Orleans who was handcuffed mm-hmm. with his hands behind his back and somehow shot himself in the front with yeah, the gun no. from the police officer mm-hmm. because he did it to himself. This has happened many times. Now, not everyone who gets shot is unarmed. Not everyone who gets shot is innocent. Mm-hmm. However, in this country, we do have a respect and right that we say innocent until proven guilty. Right. And that guilt is not proven or justified by the police. Mm-hmm. We have a system of checks and balances for this very reason. And it's unfortunate when things like this occur because it doesn't occur most of the time. And yet we're, f- we're forced to focus on when it does. So a thousand times nothing happens. One time it does. We blanket statement, all police are bad. The truth of the matter all is... All police aren't bad. All police aren't bad. But the bad police are just as much criminals as the criminals that the police are supposed to be and protecting and serving us from. Just as bad as the good police who cover for bad cops because this is clearly... Uh, a culture that's been lived in for a while and this idea that once you join the force that you're blue and that it really doesn't matter what happens outside. I mean, we saw today, a, I think the kid was 13, $10 robbery, right? Cops chase him down, kill him. He's completely unarmed. No charges for the cops. Like, how can you, how, I don't understand how something like that can be justified. Who's $10 though? Uh, no. There was a case in Washington state where these two young boys uh, black boys, uh, skaters. Uh, they skated into a convenience store and they stole a 24 pack of beer. And they ran out and the store po- the store employee chased them and they ran into like the woods behind the 7-Eleven or whatever and just kind of were hiding out. The cops pulled up. The cops go into the woods. We don't know what happened in the woods. It's their story versus the kids' story. Mm. But uh, are the kids alive to tell the story? One is in a wheelchair for the rest of his life, and the other one is uh, alive, walking, and all that. But he has several bullet holes in him that, uh, you know, they did surgery and healed him. They're still working on that case. And the police have pretty much decided to just wait them out, Mm. you know. I'm paid. I'm on the clock. We'll see you in court. And meanwhile, the family is the single mom, and, like, they don't have a lot of fun. She's a great mom, but... Waiting out a court case for two and three years mm-hmm. isn't even an, an option for a middle class person. It is. So, it's not an option for a middle class or even sometimes upper class, let alone a lower income household. There you go. Where it's unfortunate that this case happened. I do want to advise that dashing with alcohol from a convenience store in most states is a felony, as opposed mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. other crimes. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. I'd be remiss not to add the detail that I, I mean they haven't even given they haven't even been allowed to give testimony. But from what I understand. The cop was there very fast, and before they even entered the woods, they threw everything that they had stole down and then ran into the woods. The cop shot them on the auspice that they threatened him with the skateboard. 
That's why he shot himself. And, and here's the thing with that. The simple defense to that is always, I felt that myself and my fellow officers were in danger. danger. I was in fear of my life. And that's a line that we keep hearing, and we keep hearing rehearsed testimony. And actually, that's a perfect way to get into story number two, because that's a lot of rehearsed testimony played out in these stories. Okay. Now that you've segued, I'll just read it. In more news about killer cops, Betty Shelby, former officer correction, current officer in the Tulsa Police Department, was acquitted of all charges stemming from the deadly 2016 shooting of an unarmed Terrence Crutcher. Who, uh, he was in a broken down vehicle, if you remember that case. Uh, his vehicle broke down. It resulted in his murder and the video going viral. Jurors blamed shoddy prosecution for the acquittal. Shelby is also slated to receive over $35,000 in back pay and resume a desk position at the Tulsa Police Department. Prosecutors have asked for her and others' resignation amidst the allegations of a cover-up. She's back on duty. She's actually back on duty. This happened, and it is is bull, and I'll tell you why. The jurors came out and said the only reason they did not convict, Mm -hmm. and one juror actually admitted that for the rest of his life he will... Uh, find himself a coward was because the shoddy prosecution because they said the prosecution did not do their job and in fact what they wished happened was a was for a hung jury in order for a mistrial in order for the case to be retried again by better prosecution Mm -hmm. so when we were talking about cover-up this is a perfect example of a cover-up this is we saw this this officer whose husband was in the helicopter who commented the situation was Terrence Crutcher's Nissan Pathfinder yeah, that, was in the to spark your memory. This is we, we a lot of us saw footage from the air mm-hmm. where the husband was in the air. The husband was in the air, and he was just like, "Oh, this should be a no brainer." And then it was like, "Oh, we have shots." Whoa! Fired. He was like, even he was shot. Right. He was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, uh, I don't. I think he if was pulling were, a weapon. He tried to almost cover it up. Right. If I remember correctly, before anything, before shots were fired, like this is a bad dude. Couldn't tell. Dude was still in the car. Right. This looks like a bad dude. Nothing was happening yet. He literally broke Mm -hmm. down on the side of the road. Looks like a bad dude. What made him look like a bad dude? uh, Looks like a bad dude meant African American Mm. male. He was was black. Big black guy. Black skin, a robe, red hat, said Teron Monkey in his pocket. (laughs) It's easy. Actually, he looked way more like you, Nate. (laughs) Actually, to the point where. (laughs) Go ahead. You know, he he had on a a red t shirt and a red hat, which the outsider would look in and say he must be gang affiliated. Absolute no recognition of the fact that this is a brand deal and I got this hat in Amsterdam while I was traveling the world doing stand-up comedy being a good Samaritan. Exactly, and that the guy in the bathroom... In the name of Bloods. <laughs> and the black guy and the black guy in a bathrobe and the monkey in the back of his red hat as a master's in economics and a law degree in the name of ISIS. Look at that. Your turn, Joel. In the name of... Why do you look like Erica Badu? <laughs> why, why, what, what gang, what, what instrument of violence do you represent looking like Erica Badu? Please. I'm a black woman and we don't incite violence. We end it. Obviously, you've never dated a black woman. So listen, <laughs> here's the thing about that. The concept is the cover-up by the police, mm-hmm. which the jurors admitted they felt like there was a cover-up. But they said that we understand police looking out for each other. No, that is the civic duty of all of us. When we're on a jury, we're that? supposed to, the jurors did. The jurors did. The jurors said, well, it makes we sense. For I, didn't the, I didn't see the jurors. Um, was it like a mixed race jurors? Was it? Yes. Yeah. It was a represent, representation of his peers. 
apparently we the jury on this case is anonymous we have mm. an understanding that it was a mixed race jury okay. hmm. however mixed race could mean someone who's a quarter black we mm-hmm. don't know mm-hmm. all we know is that it's mixed male and female and also mixed race we okay. do believe it's a mixed race jury with at least four of the jurors being minorities they're all from tulsa oklahoma though well Oklahoma got issues. Well, no, Oklahoma doesn't have as many issues as you would think. Oklahoma is a perfect representation of America, which is why we test things in Oklahoma. What we need to understand is that this is something that goes on, is that the prosecution often drops the ball in a lot of these cases, not aggressively pursuing them. I've watched many cases of Law & Order SVU, and I'll tell you something. When when the cops, have you ever watched a case and mm-hmm. gotten mad at the guy? Know the guy's a murderer, but be like, whoa, wait, you're not allowed to just walk in there. You're not allowed to just do this. Well, this is one of those situations where a lot of times this, the blue shield goes up, and I wish that the police... And the prosecution went after some of us, including myself, for parking tickets the way they go after each other. Like they have no they they drop the ball on all their all their evidentiary procedures and everything when it comes you to wish one they another. Would go after each other. No, I wish they, they went after, after me. No, I went after. I wish they Leave went after me. <laughs> I think you. I think you want both. No, no, I just want no parking tickets. Like I want for not to pay. I I, I might be okay with getting shot. More than some of the parking tickets I've received in West Hollywood. Like, they've never cleaned the street in my life, bro. They've never cleaned the street in my life. Like, why did I get that ticket? They're not cleaning the street. That you want shot. If I had to get shot somewhere, I would have to go with a shoulder. I'd have to go with a shoulder. It's bone and cartilage and rotator cuffs. Yeah, and that's it's really a lot hard of to repair. And fix. You want to get shot like here in your forearm. Now you might have to get a hand back, Somewhere but if like you can get a clean straight between the yeah. bone, only meat See, shot. Because you're thinking to yourself, you're thinking to yourself, oh, you're just gonna. But no one respects the. Oh, I got shot here. But when you're like, yo, girl, uh. No, no, you shot nine times, respect twice to the face. Furthermore, if you're shot, yeah, if you're dealing with the kind of chick he's trying to impress with one, he'd be like, yeah, I was shot. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot easier. Let me explain. I got grazed. That's fine. I have the. Let me explain the the ease. No one cares. But it was like back there. Now, if I had been. Maimed? Through, straight through. I wanted to go straight through. Straight through right. what? There's nothing over here that's even okay with getting here, straight through. Right here. You're in it your goes, rotator cuff. It goes right through. You'll never be able to lift your arm. You'll be John McCain. I'll be fine. <laughs> Furthermore, every time you're trying to show this thing off to a chick, you got to stop and take your robe off, take your shirt off. Exactly. You got to take oh, off all of that. It sounds like it's John getting... right in the Oh, uh, look. It sounds it's like it's right there. You. you may no. want to be on stage Netflix and, and chill. No. Bullet wound and fuck. That's how okay, I feel. But all you have to do is just show the forearm. No. That's it. Just yeah. Look, this is from uh, fuck the police. Right there. Right there. Mm. Okay. FTP. Where would you get shot? In my butt cheek. No, I could, I, I don't want to be straight through. That's you don't so want to be the guy. I want to go through one side of the cheek, through the crack, it's and out the <laughs> other cheek. No booty hole. Just straight through. But that's like the a shit. How do you explain that to anyone? How do you explain that? I don't know, but I don't know the last time I showed my ass to anybody either. So <laughs> if I got to moon people to show them this little four-hole bullet wound, I'm with that. <laughs> That's a funny. So I guess as a comedian, that would play on uh, I'll get a piercing. I'll just run like a rod oh through that God. thing. Where are you getting Stop. shot? That way when I go fishing, Shepsis. I got somewhere to hang my fish. Shepsis. Gross. Uh, I mean, the arm. I could, take a, I could take a bullet to the leg and be okay. Would you get shot in like the titty or something where it's, come on. It's just a memory <laughs> gland. In my tatas? Sir, no. If I had breasts, I'd be like, man, get one of them hoes out of there. <laughs> no, you would not. You feel very attached to your boobs. You'd be like, these are mine, and I like them right where they are. I guess. No. 
but it's unfortunate that we have these conversations Nate, because you got an A cup. You're fine. No, I got, I got a uh, ouch. The disrespect ouch. From, ouch. from the eye in the sky. I'm I got sorry, Bubba. It was the ouch. time. I love I you, dude. Like, I feel like right. if you can move them, they're packs. That's all I'm saying. I, that's a good call. Can you move yours? But Just it's un- it's right unfortunate there. that we even have to have these discussions because at some point we've all thought about as people of color that it's a possibility we could get shot. Whether oh. it's by a police officer yeah. or someone we somewhere we're at. Someone we are familiar with. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate that these are the conversations we're having. And it's more unfortunate that when these incidents do occur, no one's being held accountable. An unarmed man was shot in basically cold blood. Yeah. Surrounded by police officers with no weapon. No, and he didn't get to pick where he got shot. And he didn't get to pick. He got shot. And you know how we know he didn't get to pick? Because he died. Mm-hmm. And when he died... The only retribution that his soul and his family has is maybe an accountability of justice. And justice on this day was not served, which goes back to the concept of civic duty to us outside. If you ever get selected for jury duty, Mm -hmm. which most of us unfortunately will not. But if you get selected for jury duty, remember, if you do not agree with a law, with a law, it is your civic duty to vote and Hail your decision based on your personal opinion. So just because something falls within the confines of the law, if you personally don't find that law is just, then you can still say not guilty. Do you guys think that after Tamir oh, Rice really? and... Of course. It is, with, it is your right as a juror. To say not guilty. Not because I didn't do it, but because the law that you say I broke is trash to me. It, well, no, not you. Not the one you broke, but the defendant. The law that you say the defendant Oh, broke. I, I put myself in the shoes of exactly. the defendant. That you said the defendant broke is, should not be a law. We vote not guilty, setting a precedent mm-hmm. based on this reason. Right. So saying, then we can go. We can go Brown versus Board of Education, and all that after that. Exactly how it works. Right. Exactly how it works because that only happens in, in principal cases where you see it going up the channels to the Supreme Court. Right. Very few cases go that far. Most cases don't get appealed. Most cases that get appealed go back to the original decision. Right. So we can start and stop things at ground level as the jury. As the jury, we can make decisions that say, wait, that's not okay. You guys are prosecuting her for what? That's not okay. We don't believe in that. Not guilty. People don't understand the power of the juror. Exactly. The power of the citizen. People don't understand... The role and power of each individual position. I talked to countless amount of people that were absolutely befuddled by Trump's travel ban being held up by the judicial branch. Absolutely like, wait, what do you mean? The president The president said a thing and a judge in Hawaii said, nah, I'm cool on that. And now nobody has to deal with it. Exactly, because that's how precedents are set don't even understand, in district courts. They don't even understand how it's set up. All this stuff about juries and the jury being out and the decision and people casting judgment leads us to story number three. Here's a story a lot of people are casting judgment about. (laughs) Two women and a man have made the New York Post and Viral News as a threesome couple, a menage three, who suggest three parents are better than two. Adam Lyons, nicknamed the luckiest man alive, shares his life with his two girlfriends, Brooke Shedd and Jane Shalakova. Lyons has a two-year-old son with Shedd, and the three are now expecting a new baby with Shalakova. Many are outraged by the family's decision and situation, and the jury's out on whether or not this type of parenting 
is good. I, have I don't, so many I don't to know say why you this. made that noise. Here's why: because one, you're not the luckiest man in the world. Why? If he found love, he anybody Twice. or any Twice. any He's person on. that found love is the luckiest person That's in the world. And he bullshit. did it two times over. He's okay. deranged. So what's status. wrong with yeah. him? There's nothing wrong with him. I have friend, plenty of friends in polyamorous and it's really nice to have three parents. It takes a village to raise a child, yes. so it totally makes sense that like yes. there are more hands in the house to deal with the emotional. So I'm sure there's more hands in that bed too. Financial difficulties of raising a child. That uh-huh. makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. But to call him the luckiest man alive, he gets to screw two women and they're fine with it. Yay. Like, come on, man. That happens everywhere almost every day of people just No, being, like, it doesn't happen no. everywhere. No. See, girls Not love here. saying it doesn't happen as Without often as you examples. think. examples, hold on. Give us two examples of a man that is with two women and they both know about each other and they are okay with it. I cannot give you famous examples and I'm not here to tell my friends stories, but I can tell you personally that yes. I know of three people who are in polyamorous relationships. How many do you know that are not? Exactly. Well, a lot more, but so when you take a statistic and a statistic mm. comes out and there's an outlier, so mm. what do you do with the, the outlier? No, that's not true because now you're looking at a high percentage of gay people. That's not fair. That's so a if, nice card, but I have a black card and a Jew card to double up on that too. No, I'm asking. So when you, you say that, don't, don't the play the gay card. What counts as an outlier? Okay, if that's when, only ten percent. But when you're talking about five percent of people, or maybe ta- even three how many people do you know? I could not tell you. Could you say you know hundred people? Well, I know at least hundred people. Okay, do you know more? Yeah, sure. Do you know 500 people? How I, many Facebook friends do I'm trying do you to figure have? out how many people do you have. <laughs> I try to keep my Facebook friends below 300 because you can only actually know 200 people at a time, according to science. Uh, science says that you'll, science you can only, lied to you. only I know, know the so names. Many people. That's true. <laughs> I, uh, within within the town, which is why churches tend to be in that number. When I say know intimately, sure. you can know like thousands but How many of people, people do you know? You just people. acquaintances. Just people. Let's just say 200. We'll use our science base. All right, let's okay. take science and say 200 so, is your And three of them. Are in these amazing relationships? No, 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 no. That's one relationship. Yeah, that's no, 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 no. I know three individuals. So you three know individuals, nine people. Three separate relationships. I don't know. Um, okay, let me go through here. I know two partners of one. I have not. The other one is in like a more like a group relationship. Are Here's they, dates four Hold people. On. What are you looking I'm at? I'm thinking. Damn it! What is up there? My thoughts reside <laughs> in my head. I wasn't gonna say anything. What? <laughs> Is up there. My thoughts. I know two they live in a they're beautiful, fluffy cloud. You need to look down to find them. They might be down there, but they're not up there. <laughs> let me let me say something that's very important, and I appreciate that you know these people. Yes. Okay. And something that here's the thing. Here's something. It's a concern. It's not a concern, but just a just a question. Yeah. Mm. Are they ugly? And this is the thing because no. good-looking people don't tend to get good-looking girls to be able to do it. Both those girls are pretty. Pull up Both this picture. Girls. First Can of we all, bring... I think he's average in the face. He is average as hell. He's average. Like he's the Muggsy Bogues. He's so tiny. He's the Muggsy Bogues of relationships. Let's, I mean, let's pull up the picture. First, that bed's not big enough. That's, they have a king bed. It's a king bed. They sleep in it together. But is that California California king? king? Because that would make yeah. That's actually what they said. Can we get the picture? They said it specifically. So this is what I want to make fun at. of him. So if we could see him large, that would be cool. Can he's we got get his boogie night shirt on, <laughs> chest showing, hand so on each woman. Tra- they got their JC Penney's catalog Grab outfits that on. Preparing. And just interesting. Look at that. Grabbing it. It's a it's actually a pretty nice picture. And it's not even so much, it's so much like, hey, I'm glad they're good looking. Haha, ha. it's funny. But the truth is, I have no judgment against people who live their lives as long as they're not Listen, hurting me. This isn't about judgment. This is is headlines with headliners where portions of the show are about <laughs> jokes. Yeah, there's no. What do you sizable, mean? His zipper's down. Is his it? zipper's down. His little, the blue is showing. What is a light glare? Uh, is that a that? little piece of tape? Cover. He's already ready. No, like, that's a light glare because look at his yeah. forearm too. 
Right, yeah, right. He like, like if he would have right. picked a bullet hole, I think it's. I think it's, I think it's part of. Now his let's clothes. zoom out. Here's what I want to point. We're out. looking at his crotch. Let's I want to see what's special. Here's what I want to point out. Right, <laughs> look at the nightstands. Now, in any married relationship, the nightstands are distinctively different. The way a man keeps his nightstand is different than his woman's. They could both be clean, but they just keep them differently. The way they have these perfectly symmetrical makes me think this dude is leading the life of literally symmetry. Like he's got a girl on each side, and he's letting. They're like living like. Twins. You know, you can't get mad at your side. Rebecca, clean your side. A lot of people are upset about this. They're stating religious citation for all why. They, all, all of them in, going, in all the of book, them, a lot of this, like, didn't Nebuchadnezzar have like 2,000 followers? All three also, of them. Your religion to yourself. All three of them going to hell. The baby's the only ones with shots. And what if they don't get back to the Do book. they still go to hell? <laughs> all I'm saying about this and the book, they're going to be pillars of salt. <laughs> I'm saying about this in the book is yeah. that when people in the same book, do you feel like gay people go to hell too? Sometimes, but it depends on the me- the level of gayism. <laughs> the level of gayness. The gayity. <laughs> I, would le- I can't wait to hear this Sometime. one. Sometimes. Uh huh. Okay. Now Nate, I got a so cousin. Nate, I'm not treading no one. Get mad at me. I have, this is headlines with headlines. I, I have an to. opinion. I think this. I think that there are gays who are born gay, and I think there are gays who have decided they finna be gay. The hell? I, you know what? I actually don't disagree with that as much Bring as I think. And I'll tell you why. What, the, what are you trying to I have a cousin who literally was like, man, I'm finna switch it up because these hoes is tripping. And went gay. <laughs> okay, but you realize As an 11 year old boy was like, I kind of like the cooties. Okay, so y'all recognize that sexuality is a spectrum, yeah? Yes. Okay. So, sure, you know, Alfred Kinsey. I know that. on it. You are so you everybody you did was the restate my foundation of there being levels of gayism. I don't yeah. disagree with that as so much wait, as I what, think what because send you no, to hell. no, I, you I know, know what, some gay people that gay people will be like they're gay. Like <laughs> there's a levels to this thing. Sure. You, know, you know what actually okay. convinced me of this? If you'd asked me a week ago, I would have said no. I really believe people are born a certain way, and this is it. Your little yachty video. <laughs> <laughs> made me realize that little Yachty chose that outfit, bro. Yeah. Like that is an no, outfit no, he listen, chose listen, to listen. wear. My spectrum, my spectrum of gayness or whatever, and my because this all started with who am I d- think, determining heaven or hell? Right? It's not sure. even my place to judge. But where I say hell, well, she's listening close. Keep on with your sentence. <laughs> is when. The sexuality is influenced and pushed like it's a movement. So you mean That's like, what I said. Like, if you're going to be gay, be gay. Do you. But don't try to influence your neighbor. Like, you're not spreading the word of, uh, like, that. you know how Christianity so spreads. So you feel the same well, way yeah, you feel what, about Christianity. Christianity? What do you mean by influence, though? Like, I mean, like I don't understand what that means. Like, like um... And I, I know, so I know people who are uh, who were pedophiles, messing with kids, and affected their sexuality at an early age. I also know people who waited until somebody was of age to be all pressing up on them and doing way too much and influencing their sexuality. That I think, without that influence, may have been one way or the other. I don't think sexuality. I think that like in any. those situations, I think in cases of molestation, uh, uh, homosexuality, I think that you're going to hell. Well, you're if you're a pedo, if you're a pedo, you're certainly go. I mean, if there is a hell, Andrew a pedo, you're probably going to hell. Like that just makes sense. But I don't think that your sexuality is determined or based on. Yeah, but you got to understand this. I would just like to I, say no, no, really no, no. quick. I, I'll say this: that I the think... views of Nate Jackson are not reflective <laughs> of Master Buzz and or headlines <laughs> and headlines. <laughs> Pedophiles are horrible, horrible <laughs> human beings. Really not are. all of them. 
Isn't it? The music uh, press here in are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Now, Thank me, you. Now, hold on, because there's a certain realm of confusion I'm willing to admit that I have here. A pedophile is an adult who messes with somebody who's not an adult, correct? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Mary Kay Letourneau is a pedophile? Explain the Who situation. Who is Mary Kay Letourneau? Okay, so there was a case in Washington where a teacher smashed one of her students. Yes, yes she's, a pedo, she's a pedophile. She went to jail. Yes. She's a pedophile. Listen, she gets out of jail. Oh, and they, they stay fall together. In love. Yes. They, they stay are together. They a happily married couple yes. with multiple children. That sure. young man married his abuser and found a way to make that life comfortable for himself. But uh, she's uh, that's what you call that. Once again, that's yes. an outlier situation. But most times, yes, we always we always take it as a oh, if a female teacher, especially a good-looking female teacher. Molest I don't always young, say that. We're always like, oh, he's so lucky. But if the reverse case was, it was a male teacher who did that to a female teacher, yeah. uh, a female student, yeah. and then 10 years later they got married, you'd be like, that's not okay. She was a victim. That's Stockholm Syndrome. Or that's abuse. No, no, Stockholm. Reconciliation. No, it just depends on which one you want to justify it as. So I... I Look, and, and for some reason, everyone okay, always, so a lot of people equate, I want to make sure I people like, understand, we're not equating gayness and pedophilia at all, because no, that's, no, 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 I no, no, hate no, when no, people even dis- suggest that's that. That's entirely okay. different. Sure. Which is why which is why I'm saying my point. Now, I know based on this forum and how I'm able to get my points out and, and I'm interjected that I may not fully be saying it right, but hear me out. I think you're hellbound if you're a grown-ass man. And you are having sex with little boys. I think you're hell bound. So I you're saying now, if you're a gay now, now, pedophile now, 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 yeah, or now, a straight pedophile, you're going to hell. Yeah, but when we talk about sh- straight pedophiles, like, you're, see, you're, I think you're, I think the title right now, the use of pedophile, is harsh when I'm talking about things like uh, a senior in high school and a freshman in high school. That's not considered the same. I just asked you, an adult and a... Yeah, but that's not... that's. That's Although, to be fair, specific. there have been cases sure. tried where... I, once again, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that that's where the jury no, no, needs to I step in and understand. That, mm-hmm. Because be it fair. happens. It happens, which is a lot of states have the two-year rule where it's like, well, if you're 18... It's two years? And 18 and the age... Like, for example, if a girl is 16 yeah. and a boy is 18 yeah. or 18 and 17, right. which some places would be like, oh, well, that's against the law. Right. Well, what they're doing now, they're catching up and they're saying, well, in this case... They're both in high school together. That's just yeah, not I see, fair. I see in a sophomore in but, college dating a freshman in high school. Gross. Stop it. That, but, their still, relationship was hella strong. Like, they're good on. now. They're that's, still married. That's, it's only awkward that's at gross. that time. That's when gross. he's 40 and, and she's up. 32, nobody asks exactly. questions. I mean, it's just interesting. However, I would advise against it in most cases. Yeah, what we're talking about, let's say clear cases, which is what precedents are built on, are clear cases. Right. Now, clear so, cases, so I'm easier. 42, yeah. and... Uh, the student, I'm. This is about 14. to be nasty. Yeah. So I could no, do- no, I don't even like. I don't even like playing like younger than that because I watch a lot that, of that's Law and na- Order SVU. That's, that's nasty. But, but <laughs> Just, all I'm saying is, I do. You I can base it. it off the amount. You can. Dark, you dark. can. You can calculate it. You can calculate it statistically by how long we talked about each one and the different hypotheses that we gave. Like hypothetically, what if? Okay. I think it was easier for us to definitively say, you're right, a grown man smashing a little boy going to hell. Sure. Then when you go, okay, a hetero relationship and the ages are different, how far apart are they? He even gave the example of uh, they're under the same roof getting an education. It's just not as it's not as clear cut. For me, an old ass man smashing a little ass boy, he going to hell. Like you change any of the sex. But if he's a little, if he's an old ass man and a little girl, that's not clear cut. 
Yeah, but now you're putting weight on the old ass part. So you're you're putting weight on how old he is. I'm talking about that that there's more gray area to in me, the heterosexual. It's, it's, when you talk about if so. the old man is forcing Why? a boy and the boy is not gay, then that's a conversation. But here's my thing. I guess my issue Just the is way not I put gay, it out. my issue is not a gayness thing. It's a pedophilia issue. Sure, and that's a different and, thing. And, and that I, I'm willing to say, all right, strike strike where I stood a moment ago. I have massive issues with pedophilia. Sure, you should. Sure? No, the world should. I've never been a molester, but I think that that is despicable. And so that's where I stand with it. But I, I have I have two two gay cousins. One who, who I told me at eleven he just chose. He was kind of bi. He wasn't sure what he wanted to do. And sure, that's still a form of sexuality. It's like a bisexuality yeah. who. Dang. He said it's hot right now. Change towards no, no, no. homosexuality. He said, he said it's Guys. hot right now. Now, secondly. I have another cousin, mm-hmm. right? Who I, you know, I don't I have to be careful how I talk about it. But he was messed with by an older family member, a step like somebody who was our family via marriage. An older male in our extended family messed with my direct cousin, and he was confused for years. Sure. And then was like. I'm just gonna go with what I first learned. Whether I chose to learn it or not, I'm gonna go with that. Nate, that also might be the way they're addressing you. You know, what I, I mean, need this somewhere is a, to look. To it's, see no, it. I'm just saying it's a certain situation <laughs> that someone's gonna have to overcome on their own. So just because they're glorifying it in that way, in my opinion, I don't. Wait, think that's, you, when you say glorify, well, how you, explaining how you, it, justifying how you said it in your those cousin, ways. Your cousin was like, "Oh, it's hot right now." It's not that it's oh, hot. Oh, first cousin. That's, yeah, I needed it, you to it, just give me the distinction well, between the right. Two. And I think Moonlight actually, the movie itself, kind of covered a lot of this. It did and, actually. And also another story that's out right now is Zeke Thomas, which is Isaiah Thomas's son. He had a bit of a situation. He'd been raped twice, not only as a kid but as an adult so i kind of understand sympathetically of what you're trying to say about the cause and effect of of how you react but i think the actual issue of somebody being what they are is just when they get to that space you know what i mean can you please introduce yourself for the viewers who don't about that oh well i'm of the community so i definitely know i can speak on to this topic uh, my name is ronnie so exactly and i just want to make sure everyone knows that ronnie's coming from a place of personal experience and more importantly uh, and and the reason you can't see him is because he's producing exactly and he's actually producing our show and he's the engineer and we appreciate him very much i'd love to hear what joelle thinks about this because you consider yourself part of the LGBT community yeah, absolutely. because you're a transgender male transitioning a... to female or I wasn't there sure. would be nothing wrong if I was trans but I'm not oh uh, I thought you, oh, I'm so I'm sorry queer. it's how I choose to identify uh for some people I thought that jean jacket definitely is transitioning I said I'm queer okay uh but some people it's what is for that them. like definition wise for me queer falls under the umbrella of like all the sexual identities and orientations of queerness, which basically means like I could be in a polyamorous relationship, I could be in a lesbian relationship, I could be in a bisexual relationship, be an open relationship. Basically, you just want to be in a relationship. We get it. No, it's about whatever yeah, works you're, best you're for me and a partner. With the shit. Yeah, like, yeah the that's right. I don't want to In the dictate. middle of the raid, when everybody's covered in hot you green do know, and blue, I you're do kissing. You do know in the LGBT, <laughs> you know the T doesn't stand for thirsty. I just want to make hey. sure you know that. Okay. I, I think it's cruel to equate bisexuality or polyamory with sluttiness. Um, of course, because it's because they're not the same. The, but the none of us I said don't that. Want to, no, yeah, you just I, did. You said thirsty. No, no, no. I meant you being thirsty. Thirsty and slutty are different things. Sluts, okay. thirsty. It is thirsty. <laughs> thirsty people are just thirsty. They're thirsty are people who are looking happening. for a relationship or looking for. A, yeah. So no. since you need an urban dictionary, we need to work on our No one said anything. Yeah. Wow. Here's the reason. Where did you get that from? I do not want to dictate how I will proceed in a relationship. Or vaginitate. Okay. Thank you, Nick Jackson. 
how I Stop will react being a or behave Joel. in a relationship. You know, if I want to be in love, I want to be with somebody, but I don't want to dictate the rules with that before we start talking with one another. You know, I just don't think that it's important to be like, oh, well, and also, like, I'm losing words right now. I don't think that well, it's... You better find them or you're going to hell, too. <laughs> I don't think that it's... As you sit there with your pink unicorn button and your Hellboy button. It is not We a, need to identify. Can you stop touching your breasts? Be, no, her breasts is over here. Her was, button is way over that here. Was a, that was a Here's an example. If I grab this, am I holding her titty? No, then you're shut not. Up. <laughs> <laughs> don't try to paint but me you like did, I'm, But no, you did jiggle her titties. And that is inappropriate. I did move around a bit. I don't think monogamy is natural. I just don't. I think people are gonna go out and go around, you know or they're gonna I, struggle I, their I whole life. To stay so why together? does everyone want to make whatever they think the natural state, and then everyone, everything, everyone else does is unnatural? Like monogamy you know, is not natural she because I think polyamorous that. is right or whatever. You no, know, there are animals in the animal well, kingdom who are monogamous and penguins. Some who aren't. It yes. could be a whole big dolphins. Mess of I don't think it's natural for me. Dolphins I, so, a girl named Becky that I know. She's monogamous. <laughs> dolphins are monogamous? Also thirsty. She's I've seen a dolphin rape video. Are you sure dolphins are monogamous? <laughs> dolphins, dolphins are rape. also dicks, but... <laughs> They're also the assholes of the, of the, 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 uh, of the mammal, animal, ocean kingdom. Okay, well... Um, they, they annoy whales. They attack short... <laughs> they bully purposes. They're crazy. I just uh, personally think that everyone's going to hell, and I start at that basis. I like that. So, that's just how I move. Well, so me, everyone, me, so me. that's why. Just everyone, to me, just live your life. Like people are up in arms that about part. this. Let everyone just live their life as long as you're not actually hurting someone else. So my problem per- specifically, we, we were using the example of pedophile. You're hurting someone that's unable to make a decision. But if you're a 50 year old man and you're dating a 30 year old boy, man, then that's <laughs> different. A lot of boy <laughs> mans walking around. Yeah, definitely. Trust me, if you're a little boy man's playing with their game boys and living that life. <laughs> You know, and you know who they are. I do but I'm just saying, them. I'm just saying, that's the thing. I don't have a problem with that. As long as you're not hurting someone else within reason. As long as I'm not hurting someone else. That's my problem with with uh, with the right wing, the left wing, with ISIS, with everyone. Stop hurting other people to justify your way of life. That part. That's it. It's that simple. You want to live your life? I get it. Don't force it upon others. And, and we'll, all live, said, we'll get along. That's why I said, do you? That's what I'm saying. Rodney King... Rodney King of all people now, was the whitest human you person ever. You can't do ever. that beautiful soliloquy yeah. and then bring in no, Rodney King. Because Rodney King, famous for getting beat up by cops, is more famous for saying, can't we all just get along? And that's the realest thing pe- someone's ever said in the 21st century. Can't we all just get along? No. Like, this is ridiculous. This is re- We really can. If we just learn... You know what it is? People what need to learn it? to mind their own goddamn business. Exactly. Mind do, your own goddamn business. Do you. Do you, boo-boo. Do you. So, since we're talking about uh, sexual discovery and orientation, let's lead into the next story where it takes place in a place where a lot of people experience that. College. That was your segue. I like it. Or college-ish. <laughs> Proving black television has staying power again. Executive producer Kenya Barris is bringing Yara Shahidi and Dion Cole to form in a spinoff of the series Blackish which is called College-ish. Expected to be on ABC's Freeform channel, College-ish is going to follow Shahidi's character, Zoe, to college. Now, Freeform is an entirely different channel than ABC. Freeform is, used like to be called number. ABC Family. 
Okay. So because ABC Family became very risque and it became, they started bringing these amazing programs on, they changed it to Freeform. Hey, this is just Freeform art. Right. They have the shows. They actually have LGBTQ so shows. So is there they a have, new ABC Family? No. Like, okay. It's Freeform is so a lot like, more successful. Freeform has better programming. And right. Freeform now will have college-ish. Hopefully coming this fall, Yara Shahidi is obviously one of my favorite people because she's, dope. she's also black and Persian, so I will always love Yara. I've, lo- I've, I've known her Quick since she was a kid. Uh, she's not 18 yet and not even close. She is like a little sister so, all the way. Were you, okay. Yeah, 100%. I've known, I've known Yara so and her sister? family. Yes. Okay. I've known Yara since she was a child. She's about to be child. 24 in She's a few not years. about to. She's about to be 18 next year, and she's 18, amazing. 19, she's talented. She's articulate. 20, 21, 22, 23, and it 24. it won't matter. How old will you be oh, in five Nate, years? Nate, this I'll, is a girl I'll be who, old enough. I'll be old enough to always think of her as a little sister. This okay. is a girl who Michelle Obama wrote all of her college letters, so she could be sure to get into any oh, school no, no. that she wanted I, I remember. Nice. Yeah, respect Yara. First Yara is amazing. I remember we covered that on this show, and, <laughs> and I went into great detail on the yes. breakdown because I I was so absolutely blown away by one Michelle Obama writing the letter for her, and two after I saw that I was like, let me look into who she is. I was like, she's amazing. Wow. She has an amazing family. Mom yeah, like Carrie is always like her. Her mom's always there. Her brothers are these young, beautiful, intelligent men. I mean, this is like almost a template of how a family should be raised, and. Yara is an amazingly beautiful, talented, she is in front of the intelligent uh, young lady who's going to be a megastar. She logo. is going to be a megastar because she is what you we should all want and aspire in a human being, let alone an entertainer or an actress or a superstar. I like the idea of this. And also, I was just having a conversation with somebody like last year when everyone was talking about reboots. And I was like, you know what would be a good time? A is different to see, world. See a different world type of reboot. Exactly. Obviously, that's not what this is. But, but it is, actually, though. Actually, it is essentially is yeah. It is a form of that. I mean, A this Different World that. was one of my favorite favorite. TV shows, and it actually made me want to go to a historically black college or university. Me too. It did make me do. I wanted to go to uh, Hillman. I got ah. slapped in the face when I suggested it. Oh, that's too bad. They but I mean, happy. I you didn't go to HBCU. No, my uh, my grandfather died before I was born, so my great uncle is like the patriarch of my family, and uh, he was like, "I am fighting World War II for you to go and segregate yourself," and I said. Okay, but I live with white people my whole life, and I like to introduce to some black people. To introduce people. that, and he and was be like, "Screw that! You're not going to an HBCU." So where did you end up going? Uh, I went to Columbia College, Chicago. And there's black school. people there. There's a lot of black people HBCU. there, but it's not an HBCU. And you went to an At HBCU? All. Yeah, and, two. No, one. Oh, I went to an HBCU. Then I went to a traditional, what they call it, the white school, a four-year college, <laughs> university. Nah, yeah, I went to a, a major state-funded white university with over 20,000 students, and then I finished up at a state-funded uh, university with 10,000, less than 12,000 students. So I've had three distinctively different college experiences. You may be better for not having gone through the cultural shock that you were asking for. <laughs> In hindsight, holy shit, black people. We can get black. I love it. We can get black. See, but here, here's the difference. I actually grew up near Howard, and I was a frequent visitor to the point where people thought I went to Howard. Ah. Howard's experience or Hampton's experience is very different than uh, a Florida entirely A and M. Yeah, because you went to a school that the black students were actually of um, primarily American descent. Primarily of American descent, and also tend to be more uh, of a upper socioeconomic level. Oh, do they? Uh, t- mm. They tend at to Howard be. and Hampton. At Howard and okay. Hampton, well, especially at-, at Hampton, more so 
the girls are even known for being bougie, light-skinned girls. Uh, That's like the the pattern and stereotype of the mm-hmm. Hampton experience. But it, at Howard, and it's a lot of people, you know, mm-hmm. that go, and they're great schools. Right. A lot of people that I know who are not black end up going to Howard for their right. for their masters my, or my dentists middle sister, or My middle sister went to school. Howard. So I actually I actually went. I've been to Howard, been on campus. I was at, I attended, and we had a lot of good times at the graduation. But um, the experience in, in, in a South Florida HBCU is drastically different. It's Haitian. Everyone's Haitian. Oh, it's 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 Haitian. Jamaican. It's, yeah, Haitian, Jamaican, Arubian, if that's a... That sounds amazing. Aruba. It sounds wait, amazing. So what yeah. were the issues? Because uh, they're extremely ethnic in their own cultures, and it's interesting. Yeah, and uh, there, was a, there was a lack of integration. Because everybody was from these different islands and places they and all had hung different out with dialects themselves. and all that, we had all these pockets of people everywhere. I show up from the West Coast like, oh, look at all my black people! And they're like... You ain't one of us. You're not black like us, brother. I'm like, first of all, if the Klan runs in, all of us are in trouble. So we might as well start kicking it now. Nah, it was so great. We had to start a West Coast club. We watched West Coast movies. Everybody wore chucks. Everybody from the West Coast. Hilarious. And West Coast eventually ended up being anybody west of the of the Mississippi. It's God interesting damn. you say that because we tend to segregate ourselves. Even in the lunchroom, black kids sit with the black kids and white kids sit with the white mm-hmm. kids and, and Hispanic kids sit with the Hispanic kids. And it's just interesting. The girls didn't have any issues. Crossing over. Listen, everyone the talks about white privilege. Ones. More privilege than white privilege, good looking girl privilege. They, yeah. You don't even know how much yeah. drinks Cause, cost. Because a, a bad chick from Sacramento doesn't, doesn't matter. Right, moves to Florida Memorial with us. This is real. Moves, she's bad. She moves from Sacramento to Florida. Uh, took some people a year, year and a half to get used to the campus, to like, you know, get to know who people were, understand the, she black, was the, most popular the girl. black Greek situation. We weren't even done with orientation. And people were like, hey, what's up with Shadi from Sacramento? I'm like, how you know she's from Sac? <laughs> she's popping right now. Like, she can run for president of the <laughs> and student win. body and, win. and have an honest Landslide. shot. Landslide. Yeah. They'd be like, who is she? Oh, that's Shadi from Sacramento. Oh, you talking about, yeah, man, yeah, I might do it. The There's different we'll privileges. White privilege is white privilege, but there's also a American privilege. I'm sure, I'm sure American privilege is the white privilege to the world. Burdens. I'm sure it comes with sure. a bunch of Sure. Have you ever seen a good-looking homeless girl? No, you have not. No, but I also yeah. haven't seen... <laughs> no, you <laughs> haven't. No, no, I have not seen a good-looking okay, homeless girl. Okay, I was about girl. to say, no. because you always say, I, say, I have yeah, an example of... But. No, there's a guy I know who, who loves to get pegged. You know like, what? Okay. I would say, yeah, I, I but. actually have, right? So When? I, okay, so we were feeding... When? I'll tell you, we were feeding the needy and giving back to the homeless in Tacoma, Washington, and we must have seen... Five or six hundred, maybe seven hundred and fifty people who were going through hard times. And how and many were bad? One. And I was like, man, give her all the gloves and the socks. The outlier, bro. The outlier. <laughs> Throw that count. statistical away. Also, I just got to stick away. up for my, my ridiculously hot friends here and say, uh, being a hot chick comes with its issues. A lot of people don't think it does, but it actually does. One, right. guys can sometimes be afraid to talk to you because they're like, oh, she would never mm. date a guy like me. And my, my one friend is like, so I will gain weight so I can start having sex again because guys will Give not her my me. number. I will. I can't I am even get it fast enough. <laughs> uh, and then, two, the street harassment is just insanity. Like, yeah. it's one thing to be like an average chick you experience street harassment. If you're, you're right. just gorgeous, like, it's just nonstop. It's just all the sure. time. Mm-hmm. Consistent harassment. And there's it wears less harassment in, in L.A. because there's more better... There's more beautiful, better-looking people. And I'll say this. I understand the street harassment. You know what's worse? Looking like, hey, everybody. Like, that's the worst. Like, if you just look like that naturally, nothing's wrong with you. Never had a stroke. Apparently, just, today like, we're punching tickets to hell. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Who's got the hell you know what, hole puncher? You know what's worse? Hey, 
are you talking about people you're who just too good looking look to get a date then yeah oh, okay well yeah, yeah. That's, that's what i'm saying awful. you're naturally yeah. like oh, okay, okay, yo, this okay is, so that's just ridiculous you express your inner those are the host only and not necessarily reflect the news after buzz tv or it's only hold on no no donald trump's over here going crazy so let me just say this not at all i can see a disadvantage i can see a disadvantage of beauty being that let's say you were absolutely stunningly gorgeous but you were super qualified and or overqualified for a job sure and everybody just sees it as you got that because you're pretty. That hurts. Yeah. That sucks. That's like being home, black and getting girl. a job because they think that, affirmative action. I, that, mm-hmm. but I have I, I didn't even understand that concept. I have a one of my homegirls, mm-hmm. younger sister, who's a grown woman, uh, is in the military. Sure. She is it's outrageous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, you would think somebody made her in a cauldron. She is stunning. They're both beautiful, right? And one maneuvers the business world uh, in Houston. The other one placed all over the country, moving all over the place. And, you know, she rose through the ranks of the army to become a sergeant. And she said, everybody calls her fine sergeant. Oh, call her oh that's sergeant. disrespectful. Oh. oh, my gosh. That's what oh. they call her, fine sergeant. Uh, where my she ex live? was also a sergeant. Where she live? Right now, I don't know. They move around too much. Nice place? Uh, as far as the money and all that, I'm just saying. She, is she homeless? Look, <laughs> is she homeless? On, she's no. not homeless, but she's not. Everyone, so everyone just, has problems. I can't even believe you. Everyone has one did it and influenced me to make the place. Everyone has problems. But me dropping my iPhone and having a bad day is not the same as little Umbutu not eating today and having a bad day. Oh, no, no. I understand we're talking about first world problems here when we talk about beauty and discrimination in that sense. But what what I'm saying is. I'm like, oh, okay, I can see. Good looking people have their problems too. Discrimination. 100%. I got a homegirl who's had a job almost every day of her life. She can walk out of one, quit it. I quit. Next day, she's in an interview, hired. You want to be a mechanic? Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. I mean, Amazing. look, all I'm saying is she's, we, have, know we know is. statistically, America. we know statistically that better looking people do better. Period. It has nothing mm-hmm. to do with my opinion. Statistically. Statistically yeah. speaking, better looking people. Yes, better looking people, and that just means typically st- symmetrical looking people. Yeah, do better whether it's in business, whether it's it in school. Mm-hmm. Teachers tend to cater towards better looking kids. Mm-hmm. It happens a lot. We actually saw that in a rise where the NAACP did a study. That's and what I tried other, to segue to. And, and other Ronnie. Uh, and other organizations did studies on light-skinned children and teachers especially growing up in the 80s where it was a little less common than Mm -hmm. it is now uh, teachers were giving special attention to lighter skinned students in the Mm -hmm. black communities and those students tend to to do better in school because of the attention it adds up it's the 10,000 hour rule where every little minute of Mm -hmm. extra attention adds up later it doesn't mean anything now an extra hour a week is nothing until you start looking at what are we looking at in a year? What are we looking at in 10 years? Mm-hmm. Well, so better looking people do better. Speaking of outliers, I learned this in Malcolm Gladwell's outlier book when you're talking about hockey players. Exactly. The hockey player is mm-hmm. a perfect example. And, and by the way, that was just one random kid going, hey, dad, why? This is weird. And can't like no one had ever thought of it. Right. And he turned to his dad and was like, dad. Why is this? Why does my whole everyone, team have the same birthday? Everyone has like the same, everyone's birthday is in the same Week. three months. Yeah. And that's where the dad went and was like, whoa, how has no one ever looked at it? I mean, things like this happen. Kids from the mouth of babes. A kid looked in his fridge and said, how come ice cubes melt faster, will, will like uh, boil faster than regular temperature water? And no one knows why. But that is the truth. If water boils faster, if it's freezing to boiling, then regular room temperature to boiling. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are things that we 
like from the mouth of that babes. Was, that was random. And little babes look at good-looking people yeah. and go, "You're pretty. You're beautiful. You're what is babes? Little babies. babies. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's her, babes being hot. God, other hot girls. Yeah, I just like, hot chicks like, I didn't know looking at hot chicks. I didn't know why you were talking like uh, you were in what I'm saying. Charlotte's is, Web. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is. What I'm saying is, oh, is that being pretty is an advantage. And we all know mm-hmm. this. Being tall is an advantage. Mm-hmm. That's why the gym is packed with people trying to get back on top of their advantages. And there's nothing wrong with being good looking. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with being good looking. We should all strive to be the better or the best of ourselves. So I, I Do you? Understand We're back to it. Now, a minute ago, I tried to segue into um, this. So we'll just do it without having a segue. Uh, we're going to skip story. Well, it is a good segue because you, I want to talk about this story right here. Just because you heard the word skip doesn't mean you got to get your panties all in a bunch. Now, we're going to skip story six, do number five and number seven. Number five, a white male co-worker did not take too kindly to his female of color. I said it weird. A white guy's mad because somebody of color got a promotion. A female of color. There you go. A female of color counterpart promotion decided to text her. She posted the conversation and is on in all things controversial. The post went viral. The co- the coworker who claims anonymous texted Azita, who remains anonymous, texted Azita, a Pakistani female employee at the accountant firm, and the following conversation occurred. And what okay, actually so sucks what in the situation is he is, was not. We are. We're going to read it. You're going to be. White I guy? Be, I want to be a Zeta. Oh, okay. I'll be a white guy. I got this. You're a white guy? I will totally okay. be a white guy. Here's the thing. Let me break it down. His name was actually published. It was all published. And then they recanted it and took it off. Uh, and I should have written it down, but I did not. And even Azita, to the point where I followed Azita on Twitter <laughs> after it, because they just posted everything. And they were like, oh, wait, we're not allowed to just post people's names right. and pictures. And so they what? went back. So, okay. Can we go to the text? That's the yes. next pictures. Because okay. I want just full text. Okay, so no offense, but you don't really deserve that promotion. Well, work- this is, well, there's actually a text. And that's, not, that's not white guy. I'm going to need white guy. We that's need, just you if reading If you're going to do it, you got to do it. Yeah, this isn't. If I'm gonna yeah, be so if there's text, can we get to the next? To the next can you do <laughs> the, the Pakistani female voice? <laughs> I, Otherwise, I'm going to make her sound like a ratchet black girl. I, I, okay, that's fine. Because this is the only voice I got. Okay, can you read that? Can- yeah, she can see that just fine with those glasses. Yeah, sure. Uh, okay. Let's start from the top and yeah. white voice, please. Yeah, no offense, but you really don't deserve that promotion. I work my ass off and I bring your coffee every day and you're too emotional in your decision making. I'm not sexist, but this position really is better suited for a man. Men are better with numbers. We make better accountants. You'd be a lot more successful as a secretary. Don't be offended. I'm just being honest. I hope you don't take it the wrong way. Azita. Yeah, go up to the next picture. So I don't have to have any breaks in my uh, sister girl. Yeah, next picture, please. Come back. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. remember your last nine, line. Don't be offended. Don't I hope you offended, don't take dude. it the wrong. I, don't, I hope you don't take this the wrong way. Mm-hmm. I need that recap. Yeah. Okay. And then also, she said, "I uh, that that the, the white guy said I bring her coffee every day." <laughs> I don't understand who the her is in this. They're boss. The boss. They're a boss. Okay. Well, this one makes it confusing for me later, but I'll keep going. See, the difference between you and me in the workplace that while you're spending all your time sitting on your white ass Mm. texting me shit like this. Preach it. Acting like you're entitled to everything in the world, waving off hard work just because you're a man. I'm surprised. Actually working hard and getting your promotions. You can say whatever you want, but at the end of the day, our male boss, who you called a woman while you said you was getting her coffee, used your so-called superior male decision-making skills to promote me. Not you. 
I'm sorry. Your genitals and skin color didn't work out in your favor this time. Maybe next promotion. Until then, your analysis support is due tomorrow. I see you. She said, get back to work, bitch. We don't have time for this. That's what she said. And here's the thing. I think that the person who made the decision was the superior above their immediate boss. Well, all of them. So that person decided to promote Azita Mm -hmm. over the white male counterpart and it's interesting because she said your genitals and your skin color did not work for you in this promotion and it's just very interesting because we see a lot of that right now we see that in the new Star Trek commercials that there's been up in arms by white people that there's not enough white people in this new Star Trek if they don't like those pictures go and look at the ones Trump has where the white people have all the same face because America doesn't look all the same guys everyone always knows they're hurt when it happens to them Mm. it's like we never realize, well, this is happening to this person, this person, this is happening to this person. It's only, well, this is what happened to me. So this is wrong. It happened to me now. It's wrong. And that's what we saw. We don't know why Azita got promoted. Maybe she did get promoted because she's why, a brown female. Is that why female. Donald Trump said he's the most picked at and messed with politician <laughs> of all time? I actually don't necessarily disagree with what he's saying. I just also oh. think he occurs a lot of his own wrath. So there's a thing. I've never seen this level of people on mm-hmm. on either side being so divisive over one single candidate and just being very blatant with it. We've become more you blatant. You think so? We've what become, about the candidate in South Africa that ended apartheid? In the United States. This is Nelson Mandela that you're talking mm-hmm. about. And Nelson Mandela's situation, I'm not talking about foreign politics. I'm talking about in the United States. Okay. So before that, before that, it was Obama who was before that, Okay, if I just finish one sentence. You don't nope, get we're not going to let you. Okay, cool. <laughs> Together, we will make sure every time you come to a comma, interjection. Sure. Now, what were you saying? Before. Joyelle. <laughs> yes, me. Before it was President I'll, Obama. But now. I will end this show. But now. Before you sit up here justifying. And the problem with Donald President Obama is. And saying he is the most. Hold on. <laughs> Mess with person that's ever held the presidency in America is out of line. Okay. Story number seven. Hold on. Real quick. Making a point is that President Trump, who's yeah. the president of the United States right now, mm-hmm. let's take away his personal behavior and everything. Let's, let's put away, but that's the thing. He's occurring his own wrath, but the wrath is still being occurred. Okay, but that's like taking it's being a chick incurred. and saying, Teron, she's phenomenal for you. You guys should be together. Let's, let's take away all the bodies. Let's take away, let's take away her. Her se- she just got off the strip from selling that thing. Let's let's get rid of that. Sure, her conduct at, does not matter. But at the same time, she's out here grabbing girls in the coochie. <laughs> Don't dis- disregard that. Okay, let's only look at her smile. And we do that a lot mm-hmm. when it comes to things with matters of race or sexuality or things. We're not. We're always looking at. Mm-hmm. Well, this is what's going on now. Well. President Trump is the president. I'm not saying that the critique and the criticism isn't warranted. What I'm saying is there's a lot of critique and criticism because this is a president who's now getting it from both sides. In the past, presidents were getting it from one side. President Obama got it from racists and from conservatives. Mm-hmm. But the liberals were very much on board with his policies and procedures, and, and most of the world actually respected him very mm-hmm. heavily. Mm-hmm. President Trump is not getting any world respect, and he's not getting the American respect, and both sides are attacking him. And Trump he still Trump has hasn't been I'm shot. I'm not saying he's not, he doesn't deserve it or not. And he hasn't been shot because we're not he's advocating violence. Ain't nobody asking the for the president, president to be shot. I'm just shot. saying if you're going to say you're the most picked upon president, you can't just eliminate That's, all the presidents. That got shot before you. That's that was a, dumb. That, that was a great. True. Hold on. You that can't was a, Trump Kennedy. Hold on. That was a great meme, and that's a great way to present stuff. However, well, the world has changed. Though. That's like saying, "Well, racism isn't as uh, racism isn't as bad 
had during slavery as it was a hundred years before that because they used to just go around and chop them all out and then do it. No, it's still bad. You can't just say that because the world has changed. We've changed the way we deal with I'm things. Saying that We're not shooting not, presidents. Right, but if you don't incur because physical of violence, this. then it's ridiculous to say that I have... I'm the most picked upon. Ronald like, Reagan was, the most, was one you. of the most respected presidents of this country, and he was also shot. Sure. That so doesn't make upon. sense. You're picked upon but that's more not than it. Trump. Having yeah. one person shoot you doesn't mean this is a collaborative effort. So, no, you guys are making different quantitative experiences the same. Being shot and being criticized and is not the same. I'm not saying that President Trump doesn't deserve to be criticized what i'm saying is this is the most criticized this is the most critique one president's gotten it's not the most shot one president has gotten no no no, no. what she's saying is sure if you get shot you're being no, that's no. not what a she's saying critique. is that's the result action. of a certain level of critique and criticism is a bullet i have a question when president kenny was shot was this country mourning or were they happy Happy. Okay. That's, My part of the country was happy. When President Kennedy got shot? No, no. With his presidency, black people that, were extremely I, I, happy. That's what I said. When President Kennedy got shot, yeah. was this country mourning or happy? When he got shot. Black people were, it was a tragedy. Exactly. It was a tragedy in this country because it was a tragic occurrence. Now, if President Trump got shot, there might be a different conversation. That's what the right, problem but you is. also have to understand what was going on at the time of Kennedy. Sure, there was a there was a large portion of the country that that was like, what are we going to do to get rid of him? There was a smaller you portion of the country. He, he, the civil right? No, he was a part. He was a, he was there before just, before had, President Trump. The King, might Malcolm have been X and and John F. Kennedy were all involved in the same situation. And then he had a lot of uh, marital in uh, situations with Marilyn Monroe. There was there was people who were like, yo. What have we done? He sure. was the youngest president ever. Sure. So All that's and, true. Now, now here we have in contrast the oldest president ever. And he was also one of the most popular presidents ever. As opposed to we're having the concern with the least popular president yeah. of the American presidency at this current time. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is with that, take out the Trump-esque qualities. My, my example he was is my, my example I got this, I got this, I got this. Lincoln. So what Toronto is saying is, yes, Trump most critiqued president of all time. Probably. What you're saying is, but he deserve it. Yeah, and I'm saying he might deserve <laughs> no, it, but he's still I, I the was most. Literally illustrating what you were saying because you were saying he's criticized, 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 then shot. You you act like it was a certain amount of criticism before a bullet happens. He's saying no, it's it's an it entire didn't. Thing. It, I, and I'm saying there wasn't like criticized, criticized, and then shot. There was there was criticized as, uh, some dissent, and then Love. someone took it upon themselves. Yeah. What I'm saying is with President Trump at this point, we should all be thinking that assassination or impeachment is coming pretty soon. This guy's been in office, we're literally looking at, at less than four months. It yeah. has not been four months. It, it has and not been four months. His only friends right now are so, people who, who talk like this with the I am Igor. <laughs> yeah, duh, yeah. So the, the concept is, while what he said was actually a truthful statement, mm-hmm. it's what he's neglecting to mention is how much he's contributing to the truthfulness of that statement Mm -hmm. and that's where the hypocrisy comes to play is i'm the most picked on i'm the most picked on president huge usually picked on president of all time yeah but what are you doing that's the problem so yes he is possibly the most criticized president and that's actually something where we have to say not only is it his presidency but it's also the different social medias and platforms and ways of expression that we have available to us that were not available during kennedy or anyone else or Lincoln. But at the same time, 
one person's action does not justify. It's not like when when President Lincoln got shot, everyone rejoiced. That's not what happened. Mm-mm. So so when people love saying things like that, that's this. One person's words didn't affect this. I this still is think a it's a ridiculous thing. Effort. Like, look, yes, you're being heavily critiqued, sure, but also think it's ridiculous. Like, I'm the most heavily critiqued president. He might of be. There, yeah, actually, the a, a you, lot of studies say that he is. Nah, we have to wrap, but I'll say this: sure. you're the only one that tried to limit it to American politicians. His statement was worldwide. He My, was saying po- po- political figure ever. Now we don't have time for a retort and then a retort, 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 retort. What we have time to do is. Say this. Hold on. Before you make that statement, South Africa has way less people. So even if it's in the United States, we have 330 million people at any given time. And we are the leaders in the world. So the most critique will always lay upon the crown of the king, which is the president of the United States. That's the president that we all know. So unless you can name me another president from South Africa, then we can't have this discussion. Comments below. I am at Mr. Nate Jackson. (laughs) Follow me on all social media outlets. I have shows coming up. We also have a show coming up on the 24th, a Headlines with Headliners theme show. At the 8th, June 8th. Okay, on the 8th, June 8th. You, Kanisha Gachi, you said the story. Yeah, I jacked it up. Yeah, anyway, June 8th. Laugh Factory, Tehran show, the uh, all-star comedy show, Comedy Bazaar, is basically doing a takeover for Headlines with Headliners. Headlines is taking over. And, that's and Nate Jackson's be. headliner. So if you so. Well, just found that out fine with me I can carry the load if you guys want to come see some live jokes some material good quality content from some of the funniest people you do and don't know about of the day please come see us on the 8th Kanisha will be inbox us for uh, free guest list except for Joel. everyone's welcome yeah free guest list uh, tell them who you are where you can find at you. I am Tehran all across the board at I am Tehran Mondays and Thursdays at Laugh Factory in West Hollywood Fridays and Saturdays at Laugh Factory in Long Beach those are my shows make sure to come check me out now Get on the bandwagon. Join Tehran Taraj. You already know what it is. The bathroom part throb is in full effect. And make sure to check our show June 8th. That's a Thursday at Bang. 10 p.m. at the Laugh Factory in West Hollywood. And also, Killing it. real quick, end of July, I'm coming to the Uptown Comedy Corner in Atlanta. Myself and Billy Sorrells. It's the Atlanta takeover of the comedy club there. Make sure you have your ass a seat. If you are in the Georgia anywhere near, I'm talking about two-hour drive, but bring your ass. Real quick, I'm actually headlining. <laughs> Charity show tonight. Now you know how it feels. No, no. Now she knows how it feels. Don't mute my mic. I'm Joe Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joe Monique every week at blackgirlnerds.com. Every Wednesday at Schmoes No. My uh, interview with WKML Bell has dropped, so you can check it out on the Black Girl Nerds podcast. Um, and then look for me on Screen Junkies News in the next couple of weeks. Sweet. Shout out to Kanisha Bus. Kanisha, we miss you. We love you. Get back here, girl. Lots of controversial stuff in this episode. Let's talk in the comments because we've run out of time here. Love y'all. Peace. Subscribe to the channel. Headliner, headliners. Kevin Undergaro, Dario Christie, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff. We would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at BlackHollywoodLive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio. Instagram me at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.